0: And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see, Say Calm Spring, who writes to us all the way from Mount Higel, and they write, Dear Tash Mafuni. new listener here, oh, well, welcome. I've been following your recent episodes with rapt attention, especially those regarding Shalah. I admire your dedication to these reports, even if the results so far have been how do you say, a little chaotic. I'm spending a few weeks at home with my family here in Mount Hygel, and I think your show might just get me through the holidays. My family is a lovely bunch, but the sheer number of them makes it tough to get peace and quiet. This includes, oh my goodness, my eight older siblings, so you can imagine how that's going. I hope you're having a wonderful time with family and friends. Thank you for all that you do, sincerely say calm spring well say what a wonderful letter and welcome we're so glad you found our little show and we hope it got you through pilgrim's bounty you know you mentioning your family brought to mind many happy mifuni family pilgrim's bounty gatherings especially those attended by my great uncle gabe mifuni who had quite the wit I remember one particular Pilgrim's Bounty when I was just a cub. We were just serving the traditional slow-roasted turkey, and this particular bird had some very large drumsticks. I said, wow, it looks like that turkey could have jumped higher than the Jade Temple. Great Uncle Gabe just looked at me and said, of course it could, Tosh, a temple can't jump. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Well, the Half-Helt Report is a little behind on this story, but it's worth noting that recently Azeroth marked the 17th anniversary of the Horde's expansion into the region of Duratar and the predictable, in hindsight at least, reinvigoration of the Alliance, reigniting the war between the factions. Citizens of Azeroth can recognize this event by traveling to the Caverns of Time to attend various events acknowledging this significant anniversary which will be going on for a few more days. In a related story, half Hill Ag's Red Crane Society held a candlelight vigil at Powdon Village to honor all that have fallen of both factions since those fateful events. The Red Crane Society spokesperson, Irie Freeflower-Ironchin, wife of our own sports reporter, Jan, returned to Pandaria from her ongoing union organizing events in Brevendreth for this event she gave an impassioned speech to a group of curious onlookers. In the speech, she expressed hope that the current cooperation between the factions in the Shadowlands will continue and will usher in a new era of peace. But in this reporter's opinion, yeah, not likely. And speaking of cooperation, the joint horde and alliance forces in Corthia continue their preparations and build up to follow the jailers of all through the mysterious portal leading to a region believed to be called the Sepulchre. When pressed for a specific date as to when the joint forces will go through the portal, leaders of both factions just looked at each other uncomfortably and said, soon. In sports news... The mighty Mushans of Half Hill AG shocked the entire league two weeks ago when they defeated their perennial rivals, the Varrocks of Orgrimmar Community College, in a home heartstopper in the final game of the season, finishing undefeated. The two teams tore up the middle of the field most of the game, trading single and double criticals, neither one able to gain advantage. Tied going into the final period, things looked bleak for the Mushans as the Varrocks had the ball deep in Mushan territory with little time left, and looked poised to score the winning critical. On the second play of the series, the Varrock single back Motega Skydraft dropped back for a pass when senior Renshu Richstock, a walk-on who made it onto the regular squad for the first time this season, came through the line and knocked the ball loose, scooping it up himself and running the length of the field for a double bonus critical with no time left. The entire Mushan sideline erupted onto the field, Lifting Ren Shu onto their shoulders as the home crowd took up the chant, Ren Shu, Ren Shu, Ren Shu. This was the first time any uninjured Mushan player has been carried off the field by the team. The Mushans finish the regular season undefeated and will meet the Verox again in the league championship fireworks bowl in a couple of weeks. March on, Mushans, march on. Hey folks, if you want your family and friends to carry you off the field after your next holiday party, you'll want to shop at the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Why not try out one of the delicious and nutritious recipes from the Iron Paul Culinary Institute at your next Wintervale gathering? Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. We now continue our special coverage of the trial of Shilla. To recap for those who are just joining us, it's been a number of weeks since the Half-Ill Report dispatched our team to Boralus to investigate, and hopefully free, our horde food and travel critic Eliandor's twin sister Shilla from the notorious Tol de Gore prison. Brother Cadfile and his friend Gadget are there to do the investigation, Eamon Wetbranch is providing added security, and Jan Ironchin has <laughs> supposed to have been reporting back to us here in the studio so far our reporting on this has been spotty but i have high hopes for this week so i am going to try and raise jan on the radio device here hello jan jan are you there jan
1: yes yes hello who who's calling please Brother Cadfile, it is that you. Yes, this is Brother Cadfile. Um, may I ask who's calling?
0: <sighs> who's calling? Brother Cadfile, it, it's me, Tash Mifuni.
1: Well, my my, yes of, yes of course it is. Hello, young Pandaren. How have you been?
0: I'm, um, I'm fine. I'm back after a few weeks' break for Pilgrim's Bounty. But uh, Brother Cadfile, where's Jan?
1: Jan? Isn't he there with you?
0: No. Why would he
1: be here? Well, the last time I saw him was right around Pilgrim's Bounty, and he was packing to come home to Hathill to see the Mushans play. What? What? Wait. He's supposed to stay
0: there and report on the trial of Shalah.
1: Ah, yes. Well, about that. You know, things have slowed down a bit on that, so I suppose he thought his time was better spent as a sports reporter.
0: What do you mean things have slowed down?
1: You know how it is around the holidays. People go home to be with their families, and there's so much shopping and preparation to do.
0: Uh, Brother Cadphile, Shala is in prison. The whole reason you all went out there was to find out why and figure out some way to get her free. Don't you think she might like to get out and... Go home for the holidays?
1: My goodness, young Pendarin! don't carry on so. I'm sure Gadget is hot on the trail and will resolve this shortly.
0: Hang on. Gadget is off by herself? But why aren't you and Eamon with her?
1: Oh, Eamon is still with Gadget, though honestly I think she's a bit annoyed that you felt like she needed additional security. As for me, I've been acting as a guide to the sites of Boralus, to a very nice young gnome female by the name of Thuna Grimywire.
0: Uh, what?
1: Yes, yes, Thuna came out here to deliver a batch of letters to me.
0: I know she had written to the show a number of times about them, but what's she doing in Boralus?
1: Apparently, she has become quite the fan of the Hathill report, and by listening, she learned where I was and decided to take matters into her own hands.
0: Okay, so
1: what? She just showed up unannounced? <laughs> Bit of an amusing story there. Gadget, Eamon, Jeanne, and I were having a meal one evening at the Snug Harbor Inn when Thuna came in. She had made inquiries as to our whereabouts with Dandy Jones at the Tides Inn in Hatherford, and he directed her to where we were having our repast.
0: Huh. I wonder how she knew what you looked like.
1: She didn't exactly need Gadget's deductive prowess to pick us out. A Pandaren, two gnomes and a dwarf in an inn sharing a meal?
0: (laughs) Sounds like the start of a joke.
1: I beg your pardon? Uh, Nothing.
0: Go on with the story.
1: As I was saying... She came in, quickly picked us out, and rushed over to the table, introduced herself, and in a rush of words began explaining why she was there. All the while, she was clutching the bundle of letters to her chest and looking at me in the most startling manner.
0: Uh, yeah, I suppose she was. From the tone of her letters to the show, I suspect she thinks rather highly of you.
1: Yes, and Gadget deduced this rather quickly, even before I did, actually, and from the wry expression on her face, I expect she found it rather amusing. Once I came to the same realization, I must admit, I was more than a little embarrassed. Nonetheless, I introduced her around the table and invited her to join us. Gadget was very good-natured about the whole thing, but I think Thuna was a little cool towards my dear friend
0: well that must have been a little awkward
1: not as much as you might think thuna is quite a young gnome who are prone to flights of romantic passion but fortunately mature heads kept the whole evening quite amicable as a matter of fact it was gadget that suggested that i act as guide to young thuna although from the familiar twinkle in gadgets lovely eyes and the quirk of her smile i believe she was having a bit of fun at my expense
0: Okay, so let me get all of this straight. Jan has left, Gadget is off investigating on her own with Eamon tagging along, and you're playing tour guide to a smitten young gnome.
1: That sums it up rather well, I think.
0: And you have nothing to report on the trial of Shalah.
1: No, not really. (sighs) Well, this is just great. Don't lose heart, young Pandaren. I expect Gadget will have this wrapped up in short order, and in the end, you'll have an excellent story to report on.
0: I sure hope you're right, Brother Cadfile. I'll check in again next week.
1: Very good, very good. Well, I must be off. Thuna wants to go Wintervale shopping and have lunch in Upton Borough.
0: Thanks, Brother Cadfile half Hill's special coverage of the Trial of Shalah is made possible in part by a generous grant from the Utopia Sky Foundation. Utopia Sky. Because the future is calling. Checking the Azeroth calendar, Pilgrim's Bounty has come and gone, and I hope you all had the chance to spend it with family or friends. As mentioned earlier in the show, Azeroth's 17th anniversary celebration has a few more days left, and it's only 11 more shopping days till the beginning of the Feast of Wintervale. It's time for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. Velmic, old friend, how was your pilgrim's bounty? Hey there, Tosh. It was very nice, thank you. But I am sorry to say this week I am having some bad news for you. Oh, okay? Don't sound so worried. It's not that bad. It's just I have nothing to report this week. Velmek. I really did my best to keep the trial of Shalah segment short this week and leave some time for your feature, and this is very nice of you. But with all family activity around Pilgrim's Bounty, and since you hadn't had time for me last couple of shows, I am saying to myself, Velmec, why not take a few weeks off? So I stayed home and enjoyed time with Dowlin and little Alice. Well, okay, you have certainly earned the time off. I guess the show will be just a little shorter this week.
2: Hello, Tashmifuni. Vellmik?
0: Hello, Professor. Good to see you. Oh, Professor Talit, we were really kind of just wrapping up. What brings you here today?
2: I actually came to see Vellmik. Do you think that Demesis and Tilly would be willing to help me with a task in Bastion? There's a treasure there called the Gift of Devos that I want to find. Everything I read about it suggests that bringing friends along is a good idea.
0: Sure. That sounds interesting. I'll ask them, but I am sure they will say yes. I might even come along too, if that's okay.
2: Of course, Velmic. The more the merrier, I always say.
0: Tosh, you you want to come too? Ah, uh, well, you know, there's all kinds of Wintervale stuff I need to do, and someone needs to keep track of what's going on with the trial of Shalah.
2: Speaking of the trial of Shalah, Tashi. I hope that you are giving serious thought to what is going on with the reporting. There are some lessons to be learned that experience can teach you better than I can.
0: (sighs) Ah, yeah, I know. It's not going great. I can't understand it. We put our best people out there.
2: Did we, Tashi? Did we really put the most appropriate people out there?
0: Okay, maybe Rizak would have been a little better than Jan. I mean, he does have more experience, but... Come on, Brother Cadfile, Gadget, Amen. Who could have been better than them?
2: <sighs> Do some more thinking about it. We'll talk again when it's all over.
0: Um, uh, okay, sure, I, I guess so. So, I guess this wraps things up for today, and we'll look forward to hearing about your adventure in Bastion. Until then, to both of you. Dionys Aka, Dionys Aka See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. And what better place to gather with family and friends during this holiday season than the Lazy Turnip? And there's no better drink to share during those gatherings than cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pendarins at Stormstout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week as the lead-up to the Feast of Wintervale begins with that classic holiday favorite, The Vendor Around the Corner. Romance blossoms in the Wintervale season as two employees of Smokey Wood Pastures, who can barely stand each other, fall in love without realizing it through the post as each other's anonymous pen pals. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at half Report or drop us an email at Report at yahoo.com dot com.